The new year means different things to each of us, but one thing that all of us can relate to is filing our taxes. That's why for the past 15 years, I've gone to my guy Rob at ARS and Associates for all of my personal and professional accounting needs, especially during tax season. Rob is professional, he's trustworthy, and if there's something that should be on my tax return, he makes sure it's there and does not get overlooked. In addition to personal accounting, the team at ARS handles corporate work, bookkeeping, payroll, and more. So call ARS and Associates now for a free consultation at 305-653-7350 or visit their website at arsaccounting.com. That's arsaccounting.com. And make sure you mention that the fish tank sent you to get 20% off the cost of preparing your tax return. Start saving now. You're now diving into the fish tank. Sitting down with Seth living, Seth. OJ, Juice, man, this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. golf fans, number one. one, of course y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk, dive up in that fish tank. Welcome back to the Fish Tank here on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Seth Levitt with my main man, O.J. McDuffie. Juice, we are in the frozen tundra of the, the Fish South Tank Florida. Studios. Yeah, what's, I don't know what's going on here. Well, for those listening, like in some real cold places, That's if it not, gets in the 60s yeah, here. It's not even funny right now. Yeah, so. they don't want to hear it. But but I'm cold. I'm legit cold. I'm here in a sweatshirt. and uh, But we're, we're going to make it happen. And we have to make it happen, Juice, because we have a guest that we've been trying to get. Finally. For. Man. Finally. It's like we've been working on this. This was supposed to be the first show. Yes. But that, was, that was our game plan originally. Yeah. Took us a few months to get him here, but he's a busy man. <laughs> he's a real busy, busy man. man. Making big things happen. Right. Uh, on the field, off the field, as a dad, all kinds of stuff. Patrick Sertan, welcome to the fish tank. Oh, man. Finally, finally here. <laughs> finally here, man. I know you guys have been trying to get me for a moment. It's a day of reckoning, Pat. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Let's do it, man. I'm ready. I heard some some great things about it, man. So well, hopefully, hopefully this is the best show, you know, that you all have did. Well, he, that's that's the expectation, isn't it, Juice? I'm glad you're hearing he, good. He, He's going to bring it. Yeah. Because <laughs> if, if he wasn't hearing good things, we'd still be waiting on him. We know. We, we, we bugged him so much, though, man. Oh, I mean, we were nonstop. He just wants us to leave him alone. Like, he was a female that liked him. You know, we're trying to get <laughs> at him. You know what I mean? I thought he was going to change his number for a minute there. <laughs> yeah, man. I tried to get my counterpart on here, but he, he's busier than me. So, yeah, he's he is big time. So cool. You know what they, you know, let me tell you what happened real quick, Pat, with uh, Duper and Clayton. You know, we tried to get Duper and Clayton on at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't want to go together. So Clayton went first. And Dupe said, I'll just wait and see what Clayton says so right. I can rebut it. So yeah, Sam's yeah. waiting to see what oh, yeah. you say so he can come back at you. You know what I mean? They both no wanted doubt. to defer. You know <laughs> what I mean? Right. So, yeah. yeah. But it kind of worked out because I don't think we would have got the stuff out of Dupe we got. He tried to hide some stuff. And I'm like, yo, Clayton already. So, Sam, we're putting you on notice right now. Pat here is here in the tank. So many great Dolphins memories that we're going to get to. But I, I want to start a little further back. And uh, for those who don't know, they should by now. But you're, you're a New Orleans guy. You're a Louisiana oh, yeah. guy through and through. Uh, we had Marty Booker in the tank. Oh. Who, uh, same draft class as you, right? Right, yeah. Also a Louisiana guy. Yep. And both of you guys played quarterback. Yeah. In high school. And it was another quarterback in Louisiana who ended up doing uh, some <laughs> decent things, throwing the rock. Oh, yeah. It was Peyton Manning, same Ab- draft class as well. Absolutely. Book swears that, uh, you know, he was he was modest about it, but he felt he was the better quarterback in high school. He thought he was better than Peyton. Now <laughs> you can say it. what what you say 
<laughs> well, if he was if he was better than Peyton, yeah. he definitely wasn't better than me. Oh, there so we that's go. What so that's what I wanted to get. get yeah, that's where we're going with it. That's what I wanted to get to because I was going to say, you know, Book never never got to play against Peyton. Did you mm-hmm. and Peyton ever play against each other in high school? Absolutely, beat him thirty-five seven. Thirty-five wow. to get out seven. Of here. Oh yeah, I had three rushing and two passing on him, accounting for all five touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> I had hands in all of them. Yeah. Hey, Pat so, came in here saying he doesn't remember stuff, but he remembered I remember all that. that. I remember, it's Peyton Man, of course I remember. Does Peyton remember it? I'm pretty sure he does. I'm pretty sure he does. I don't see. That's what I don't get, man. You know, you dominate in a game like that, and then how many opportunities you get to play at the next level or whatever as a quarterback from that point? You know what I mean? Like right. In college, that doesn't make any sense that, you know, you go out there and you dominate. Book said the same thing. Ran it well, threw it well. Yeah. And he said he was a he was a pocket passer. Book right. said he wasn't a runner. He was a pocket passer, and he didn't get the opportunity. Didn't get the opportunity. Yeah, man. Well, I got the opportunity. It was short-lived. <laughs> my, my, my second day of two of days, they moved me. The second for the, So that fourth practice, the second day, they moved me to, to That corner. was it. That was it. They That's brought they you in me. as a court. Now, do you think that was the, that they knew that when they brought setup, Was that a setup or was it like, hey, yo? They, they, they uh, recruited me as an athlete, but I promise, man, gotcha. I was throwing 17-yard comebacks, 15-yard big boy digs. I was throwing I was throwing it around. Now, he went I, to the same school as Brett Favre. So right, did they absolutely. think they had the next Brett Favre coming right, up there? I think they did, but <laughs> you thought they did. I was six string going in, so they had, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was falling asleep in the meeting. So that, that was a bad sign. It's a so. bad comment. As a quarterback, yeah, a quarterback, quarterback means boring as hell. They are. They're the worst. Oh, yeah. You know, Pat. I seen Pat like um, you know play some flag football as well, and he's always a quarterback there too. You know, he can't. He can you can't get it. the rock out of his hand, Seth. So it's that quarterback well, part still lives with him, even yeah. though he played corner in the league. I, I wonder if they tri- like he thought they said quarterback. They said <laughs> cornerback, but. He he thought they said quarterback. Oh, yeah, I was, I was, I was a quarterback, man. And let me t- a quick story, y'all. So we had the Louisiana All Star Game, football All Star Game, and it was me, Peyton Manning, and I don't know if y'all remember this guy. A lot of people thought he was better than Peyton Manning. Josh Booty, absolutely, oh, yeah. Josh Booty, player as baseball well. first round. He was baseball. a Marlin, wasn't yep. he? Right. Yeah. Came back and played football, but that was the three quarterbacks wow. on my team. Guess who started in the game? Not Josh Booty, not Josh Booty, <laughs> and not Peyton Manning. Really? How about so, that? So I started be before those two guys, but the reason is they chose not to play. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a great my setup. claim to fame. I started before. I don't give. A, I don't care if they didn't play. Yeah, that's their fault. Absolutely, that's absolutely. it. That is too funny, fault. man. But he beat Peyton Manning thirty-five to seven. Beat him down and had all accounted for all five. Every all one of them. Five. It wasn't like he just handed it off. Now your oh, touchdown no. pass. They weren't the little shovel pass that we see from the quarterback here, right? They were running down the no, field. No, no, we ran the veer. So, so I, I veered him up. Uh, hit a tight end on the corner. Then one time, just straight bootleg. Hit a receiver on the post. So I, I didn't throw those little dink and dunks. No, nah. I didn't Brady the ball down the field. <laughs> I, I, I'm a Holmes it down the field. <laughs> wow, I like him. I like oh, that yeah. kid. He's I like hard him not a lot, to like. Man. Yeah, fifty this year. Yes, five zero. It's unbelievable. Five zero, man. They look. And his first year starting craziness. Full season, first full season starting. Yeah. Yep, crazy. Uh, he's gonna be. The, he's gonna be the future. Andy Reid knew something when he traded away. You think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I heard Andy was trying to hide him. You know, like <laughs> right. the Senior Bowl and different things that they they saw him. It's mm-hmm. like we gotta keep it. But they still went. They still went high in the draft. Yeah. So that's what's up right there. They had to go get him. Thinking about going. You know, in the draft. You know, Jimmy trading up. Trade up to get you in the second round. Yeah. 
you know, in 1998, and you, and you find yourself on a team at T-Bucks at one side, I think two nines on the other side. You know, how, how was that coming in, seeing those starting quarters there as it was? And, you know, what was it like on and off the field with those guys? Oh, man, it was great, man. I remember from from the uh, the rookie mini camp when those guys, you know, took me under their wing, kind of tried to show me the ropes. Uh, I remember my first rep in rookie mini camp, Lamar Thomas, ran this infamous starter comeback. <laughs> <laughs> starter comeback. Which is, <laughs> you had me looking all over the place like – they don't run these routes in college. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, it was yeah. great. Not only uh, Sam and T-Buck, but uh, I also had Sean Wood and Calvin Jackson, Corey Harris. Oh, man, you know, the a, snake. A, a bunch of vets, man, kind of took me under their wings, showed me the ropes, and, uh, you know, we, we became a pretty formidable unit back there, you know, over the years. So uh, give a lot of credit to those guys. Well, I tell you what, I had to deal with th- those guys that were on the outside. I had to deal with Pat in the slot, you know, and that he was hell in the slot, man. He was tough to deal with in the slot, especially, you know, I'm getting up in the age a little bit young guy right there you know with, with long arms can run with you and a hell of an athlete man so uh i hated having to deal with your young ass that hey man going going against you every day in practice trust me there's nobody else in the league that did the things you did and the, 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 you did the most you did the most important thing that a receiver should do you caught every football so no matter if i'm on your back he caught every ball man. So, <laughs> so that's a prerequisite of being a great receiver you gotta catch the ball catch the rock that's number ball. one absolutely huh? i had a great quarterback putting it in oh no doubt no doubt <laughs> <laughs> that guy was pretty good. <laughs> that guy was pretty What was that like, you know, as a, as a rookie coming in and having to see 13 on the other side? First getting there, man, it was kind of like yeah. starstruck moment. Like, this this damn Marino, you know, I'm, I'm watching this kid, this guy on TV. Now I'm, I'm playing against him, even though I was pulling for the 49ers <laughs> in that Super Bowl. In that Super Bowl. Lot, yeah. But uh, it, it was great, man. And just to see the competitive fire in, in Dan, you know, just just watching from home, you don't see that kind of guy. But just to see him in person, seeing the fire, seeing him cussing out everybody, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like okay, this, this is real right now. So it was great. That would be the most shocking thing coming to the league, man, to how everybody talks to each other oh, like, like adults. <laughs> Absolutely. Coaches to players, players to coaches, players to each other. Yeah. It, it was, was different. It was crazy, man. But I one person I was scared of, I was scared of Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> I think everybody was. I was scared of Jimmy. Man. He, he kind of had that aura about him. I remember showing up to meetings late, and we had, we had in the defensive meeting. I'm sensing meeting. a theme here. <laughs> you know, when the defensive meeting, man, I came in. They had just started that. I couldn't walk in late. So I'm sitting in the uh, – Oh, you didn't even go in. I, I'm sitting in the D-line room, <laughs> and it's connecting to the defensive room. I I, didn't, I couldn't go in. Jimmy came there, get your ass in there. So he got me up. When, but that was my boy, man. He gave me an opportunity to leave, and yeah. I'll forever be grateful. He thought the world of you. I, you know, you talked about Pat in the slot, and I think Jimmy would have, if, if we didn't have T-Buck, Jimmy would have started you at corner from day one. Right. But he, I remember Jimmy telling in a production meeting, I don't know if he ever said this to you guys, but he felt that, that you were willing as a rookie to play in the slot, and that if he had moved T-Buck, that he just wouldn't have taken it well, and he just would have tanked. And that, So the best combination of the three guys, right. and that you could play the slot. And he said he kind of viewed the slot position as a starter. Absolutely. He said, because in our defense, you guys were playing 60-something percent of the downs anyway. Yeah, right. As I met, and I was like, wow, listen to all that. But that the decisions that, and you know, now you're in a head coaching position, but that a head coach has to make, it's not just who's the best guy, but what's mm-hmm. the best combination of guys. And do we completely lose this guy if, you know, we we take T-Buck's spot away from him and give right. it to a rookie? And, and T-Buck, man, with a, with a, a great friend, a, a great player for so many years, but I don't know if T-Buck could have made it in that slot. That's what I'm about <laughs> to say. Because if you're in that slot, <laughs> you man, you got you to cover some of the best receivers 
receivers in there. You got to take on fullbacks. I remember they had me taking on leads from Sam Gash. Like, bro, I'm 195 pounds. Gash. Sam Gash. And then Lorenzo Neal with no neck. I'm like, come on, man. This, y'all don't pay me enough for this. That's but, when they uh, actually had fullbacks. Absolutely. Right. And they right. used to pound the rock. So you got to do, you got to be able to blitz. You got to be able to cover. You got to be able to tackle. So it was, you gotta be multi-dimensional to play in there. T-Buck could have covered. I don't know about all those other <laughs> right. things though. So, and then I was a little bigger than him. So I kind of fit in there. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the best thing about Pat in that slot too. Like he was, he's a physical guy too, you know? And I think if T-Buck, like you said, if T-Buck would have been there, team would have ran right at right. him every single time. And right. every wide receiver would have had their day with him because T-Buck wasn't going to make no long, tackles huh? out yeah. there. <laughs> Not that a is, one. That is too funny. <laughs> hey, Juice, the only thing better than looking clean is looking clean on your own time. No doubt about it, Big Seth, and that's why I always call my man Ara at A&T Dry Cleaners anytime I need my clothes laundered or dry cleaned. Tell him exactly why you call Ara. Because A&T offers free pickup and delivery at your home or office, so you never have the inconvenience of trying to find time to take your dry cleaning somewhere. They bring it to you. That's exactly right, Juice. You can walk into their Fort Lauderdale location, but A&T serves Miami-Dade, Broward, and the Southern Palm Beaches with their convenient pickup and delivery services, which also include alterations, shoe repair, and more. And A&T is family-owned company. And they've been in business since 1980. 1980. Yeah, and you know what? That means customer service is their priority. So call Ara today at 954-610-9383. That's his personal cell we're giving you. Or you can visit drycleanertoyou.com to start making your life and your dry cleaning a lot easier. And make sure you tell them that the fish tank sent you because Ara, my man, is giving our listeners 50% off your first order. How much? 50. Half, Seth. Half. And 25% off any dry cleaning services after that. A&T Dry Cleaning, the official dry cleaners of the fish tank. So, you know, you just mentioned it. The, the guys that were in that that DB room, Sam, T-Buck, yourself, you know, Brock's there, B-Walk. At one point, you guys were undoubtedly the strength of the team. You know, our secondary, I remember we did a photo shoot with Sports Illustrated for kids. Right, right. You guys were voted as the best secondary in the league. And I, was, I still have that picture. It was a fun one. W- those guys were characters, though, too. It was, they weren't just great players. They were some characters. Tell us kind of, if you go through those guys, what's the funniest thing that you could tell us about each one of those guys? Oh, man. <laughs> now, we, we're forgetting probably one of the most fun is Jerry Wilson. Jerry oh, Wilson. Jay Dubb. <laughs> man, you're right. <laughs> oh, man. There's so many stories. Oh, first, I can just remember Woody just talking all the time. Woody. <laughs> still. Woody, oh, man. Still talking. Oh, with Sam's. So many fun stories, man. That 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 defensive meeting room was hilarious. I can't even imagine. It was hilarious, man. But I can remember we coming out for Arizona game and the kicker. Uh, I think he went to Michigan. What's the kicker name from Jay Feely? Oh, Jay Feely. Oh. Jay you Feely. ended up being a Dolphin. Jay Feely. So they lined up, oh, kicking the ball. Sam just came out of the locker room and just kicked the man ball <laughs> off the tee. <laughs> <laughs> then got in his face and told him, get your, get your head on the other side of the field. Oh, man. <laughs> Two nines right there. <laughs> then T-Buck, man, we can be, we can be in the middle of the meeting, males talking, and T-Buck just get up in the middle of the meeting and just start practicing his golf swing. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you know. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, come on, man. He loved golf. Hey, uh, he's probably falling asleep. That's probably his way of yeah, staying funny, away. Yeah, Then, then J-Dub used, used to be sleeping on the back table. Uh, Brock Marion, I remember Mel and Brock got into it, man. That, that was hilarious. Over what? Like, you know, we, we, we grading the film. Okay. So... So Brock, I guess, got his grade. He wasn't happy about his grade. So we're going through the film. So Brock, Brock is like, oh, oh. so he, every play he'll say something like, oh, I guess that's a negative right there too. <laughs> so Mel got tired of it. And you know, Mel can only turn to one side because of his neck. <laughs> you know, so Brock, 
Brock just so happened to be sitting to the right of Mel behind him. So Mel, so he turned his whole chair around. And he went off on Brock. Brock didn't oh, say anything. Oh, he snapped on Brock, man. Brock didn't say anything. We have problems out of Brock the rest of the year. Uh, Mel didn't say a whole lot, well, right? He said so when a whole he did, lot. it meant something, huh? Oh, it meant something, absolutely. <laughs> Mel had, hey, they respected Mel, man. You got to respect Mel, man. Mel played the game. Mel he knew the game, the game, man. He had their back all the time, man. Yeah, Always Mel, had DB's back. Mel played when they wore the uh, the arm braces on their arms. The DB's did. Right. He played, so he, so they two broken it, so arms. Bring it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And, and he didn't just have their back. We heard from Stu Weinstein on the podcast. He had Stu's back. I don't know if you know that story where yeah. Stu got into a parking lot fight with oh, Alex yeah. Rodriguez. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> and Mel Phillips absolutely. jumped in on it. Yeah, so yeah. you don't mess with Mel Phillips. No doubt. Hey, you know, you and Sam were known for press up in the face. You know what I mean? I, I, that, and that was, you know, it's a lost art. I think right now, you know, some guys can do it. Most guys cannot do it. Mm-hmm. Had to be some times out there where you got some wide receivers extremely frustrated. Pat, who would you guys really like get so frustrated when you guys in their face talking for one, putting your hands on them for two? Which wide receivers hate that? Yeah, you know, don't put your hands on them. Don't disrupt my route. But you guys are really good at misdirecting guys and making them frustrated. Anybody you think of that you truly frustrated? Oh uh, man, I, I remember. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but we had a joint practice with the Tennessee Titans, and we went up there. And it's crazy because we got their, their their receivers, and on on this one play, both me and Sam got into a receiver, fight, <laughs> fought them on the same play. So I'm over here fighting receivers. Sam over here. It was crazy, it was, man. That's what people don't understand about you know being a press corner. You have to be perfect every play because if not, it's, it's touchdown. So you got to be technically sound, man, each and every play, especially with these receivers in the league. Some of the the world's greatest athletes, man. You you covering those guys, and I had to backwards. Go, I had to go against the likes of Marvin Harrison, just mm-hmm. just in the division. I had Wayne Crabbett in the slide, which was a little crafty player. We had Keyshawn Johnson for a while. We had Eric Moulds. So it, yeah, it was I remember some, Eric, Eric Moulds. Moulds. Yeah, it was some guys <laughs> each and every week, man. If you weren't on your A game, man, they can they can make you look bad. So yeah. what about Eric Moulds? I, I remember. I think I remember a time where you and Eric. Kind yeah, of- man. We we get into it. We we. <laughs> We we beat them we beat them down we, we they couldn't get a yard we jamming them up at the line and it was third and fifteen and they were about to punt after the play we walking back to the huddle I'm I'm talking to him and he spits he spits man I remember it, it the, the, the flim didn't Ooh. hit me in the face but <laughs> just some, him spitting some, yeah. some some came in and I swung hit him in the head got a fifteen yard penalty punched him in the head man how like how much Jimmy like that it was Dave oh Dave was <laughs> yeah yeah Dave, was Dave. <laughs> You're a and, little less intimidated and that, at that point. That, that kind of changed the whole momentum game because we were beating them down. They started rolling. They scored, yeah, they started rolling. On. <laughs> that was it. You know how it is in yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. all it takes sometimes for them. I remember a time, too, when I, I was already retired, but I remember you guys beating the hell out of Jerry Rice and Tim Brown. Oh, yeah. Y'all, I mean, I felt bad for those old dudes the oh, way you man. and Sam was doing them. And you know what? They they Both of them had 1,000 yards that year, but they weren't used to going against press guys right. and – you know, I have the utmost respect for Jerry Rice. I think he's probably one of the top two football players to ever play the game. But when you're on the field, man, there's you no know, there's no love lost. You got to go, you got to compete. in. I think we held those guys to two total catches for like 30 yards. It was That's ugly. unbelievable. It yeah. was ugly. Those they are both, two Hall of Famers. You know what, and you know what I used to try to do to get off that press, Seth? I used to put me in motion. They, right. can't, they can't put them both in motion at the same time. This is in Canada. Yeah. So somebody was going to get somebody. guys. And I used, I had the, I had the Z receiver. Right. So, I had the, the so my, my guy was off the ball most of the time. Off the ball. And playing against the Colts, Marvin Harrison, used lined up like four yards off the ball. Like, ref, come on, man. Move him up a little bit. 
He was so shifty, man. That's probably one of the best receivers I ever played against. I see. I still see his shoulder pads. You know, them like big the big shoulder pads. Shoulder he comes alive shaking. Like you don't know where yeah. to go. Was he a talker? Because he no. say, he never says a word. Marvin didn't say anything. Reggie Wayne didn't say anything. Really? Yeah, they, they didn't say anything. Man, he did go get some great receivers, man. Oh, man. Really great receivers, man. That's some guys are going to be in Canton. Absolutely. Randy Moss, we yep. played him a bunch of times. Yep. Uh, Chris Carter. T.O. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Dude, I, that's a that corner position. That's a, <laughs> that's no that's joke. A, that's a man's position a man's right man. there. <laughs> it really is. It really is. You got to have a sh- you got to short the, memory. You got to be the definition of short memory. Yeah, right? yeah. got to be man because they 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 too talented man. Those guys too talented. They got catch balls on you. And we used to like to just run them. You know what I mean? Just bring in different shifts. Corners right. never lead a game. Never. Wide receivers come in and out. Corners we run them to the end zone. They yeah. got to come back. Put a new dot guy on them. Run them again to the end zone. They gotta, right. Yeah. And and backpedaling. That's, that's the part that I don't. Yeah. You got to do all that and do it while moving back. It's the craziest thing. Now, you said you uh, talked to the ref, hey, move Marvin up a little bit. Those guys had to be complaining to the ref that you guys had your hands on him all the time. I always felt like you guys did it enough where – the refs just couldn't call all of them. Yeah, man. If you're not holding, <laughs> you're not trying. Right. You, you, you got to hold, man. Those those guys have a rapport, especially uh, the the good ones with their quarterbacks. You know, they they basically run an option routes off your technique, and it's got more and more prevalent today. You see that with New England, they just running option routes. But uh, if you got a good a, a good receiver, man, you got to give a little extra tug here and especially in the slot with Juice them. Right. They got all that field to work with, man. If, if if you don't hold them, they're going to run away from you. Everybody will give you a little so, push-off. Absolutely. Oh, they 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 notorious for pushing off <laughs> all receivers. And they, they don't I think they learned that. They don't, they no. don't I, will, I mean, absolutely I know we got not. a wide receiver sitting at the table. Yeah, you got to be, yeah. You that gotta, offensive you, pass interference is tough. Well, to get. Yeah. it's tough. You can't extend, Seth. Just don't extend. Yeah. Just keep, it, keep staying here. Keep it short. Stay good, man. Get out of the chicken wing, and that's all it takes. <laughs> that is too fun. I have a question, and I'm going off script here, Juice, and I'm going to – sound like an idiot but Izzo when he first started when he moved from uh, being a player into coaching I remember him telling me that he said that you and Pat the double vice on the he said you guys had the greatest double vice he's ever seen in history yeah tell our listeners what that is and why were you guys so good at it man a double vice is when the the opposing team is punting and you have the two guys outside, which are called the gunners or the flyers, and you put two guys on one. Right. And back in the day, they didn't have the rule where you had to stop when the guy went out of bounds. So <laughs> it was actually Sam and, and, and Jerry Wilson on one what, side. I was were, on the side. I forgot who I was on the right side with. Brock, did Brock ever work with you on that side? I think it was me and uh, maybe Ray Hill or somebody. Okay. Ray okay. Hill. But I can remember uh, we were playing Indianapolis, and the gunner – on Sam and Jerry's side, we're like they're like on the thirty punting out. <laughs> so Sam and Jerry take the gunner all the way into the field goal net <laughs> from the thirty. So that's forty yards. Oh man! I'm like I'm like the gunner. How can you be so stupid? Just fall down. <laughs> I'm not about to let nobody take me all the way to the net on skates. And we we uh I remember we had a joint practice against Tampa Bay here in uh special teams. We took dudes all into the cooler. It was, <laughs> it was crazy, man. It was bad. And you know, Sam bad. had to be letting him know about it the whole oh, time. Oh man, no, with that little Jerry. voice, you know that little voice, man. <laughs> oh, one of the guys. You know, I, I love that man. How physical you guys were. The game has changed a lot, man. Oh, man. How, could you have adapted? I know you're athletic, long. You can run. I mean, it's so tough on DBs tough. now, man. It's tough, man. It. Like, they're really, really emphasizing that rule after five yards. I see guys at seven yards and guy put a pinky on them. They threw the, fl- they threw right. the flag. Right. And, and a lot of flags, man, they, that's what they need to change. Illegal contact, a five-yard penalty, but an automatic first down. Right. You know, that's, that that's makes the it, one. That's the that's one right there. And then pass interference is a spot play. 
I, I think they should go to the 15 yard, you know, like the college rule, college penalty. rule, yeah. 15 yard yeah. penalty because that can that's a game change. You get a 50 yard penalty down the field and it's not reviewable. That changes outcomes of games. So I think the league really need to look into to that, man. I, I think that's a great point right there because we saw what happened in you know in an NFC Championship game. I think there should be a reviewable penalty call. Absolutely. You know, if you want to have some challenges, I think that should be one of the challenges you'd be able to get at least one within the last two minutes of a game or or last five minutes of a game or last two minutes of a half or something. I think right. that they should implement that because travesty would happen to. Yeah, oh, they're going to be forced to do something. Do something. something. I remember uh, last year Jacksonville and New England. They made a horrible call on Bouye from right. from Jack- Jacksonville. Like turned the momentum of the game, man. The AFC Championship completely. So it always seems to happen with the Patriots oh, too, man. and the fans hate they, it. They do, and that's why I think that's why more fans hate them because it seems like the calls always, always. go their way. <laughs> Every single calls. rule changes go their way, calls right. go their way. Yeah, but they, they Ever since the away. damn tuck rule. <laughs> the tuck rule, man. Come on, man. Who even knew what the hell the tuck rule right. was at that point? Right, right. That was a classic. So, Juice, you brought up Eric Moulds. Yeah. And Pat was good enough to tell us <laughs> the story of Eric Moulds because I know he's heard about that one forever. But it reminds me of my one of my favorite Pat stories from off the field. Uh-oh. So, if you remember, Juice, Pat... Obviously, hell of a corner. He also thought he was a rapper, right? So he's from oh. Louisiana. <laughs> Cash money millionaires, you know. <laughs> right. <He> was, <laughs> that was that was the era of all that. And Pat was always in these freestyle rap battles <laughs> with all these different guys. And there was one particular battle. I say he would claim he won all of them. And then his hype man was always too nice. Hey, Weezy! <laughs> in the back, he was always hyping him up. And Pat swore he was nice. <laughs> but we, we <laughs> there was one particular battle. I don't know if you know where I'm going with this, but we have a special guest who wants to ask you about that battle. Blah, blah. <laughs> Big bad and bold pierce color for roll with this caliber. What's up, Pat? This is Ultimate, a.k.a. Marlon Greenwood, number 52 for the Miami <laughs> Dolphins from 2001 to 2004. Yeah, Patrick Sertain, my boy Pat. I remember when you were in a freestyle rap game, brother, and uh, I remember when we had that battle in the locker room. <laughs> now, now that you dove into fish tank, hmm? How about you tell me, Ultimate, a.k.a. Marlon Greenwood, blah, blah, <laughs> and the listeners, what the real story is about that freestyle battle that took place right there at the Dolphins facility. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. Ultimate, that's a blast from the past. Hey, what's up, Marlon? That's my, my boy, man. But I'm going to tell you exactly. We, we were actually by Zach's house. Okay, I don't know if it was the night before, but before <laughs> that. And we had a freestyle battle, and I killed Marlon. Like, I'm talking about absolutely murdered him. So it was, it was like two or three days later, he called me in the locker room. He was hot. <laughs> so he actually had a chance to go home and write, write things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he prepared. Oh, he, he prepared. Doctor. Absolutely. He was too crisp with it. He prepared for it. He was ready for me, dog. And he killed me in the locker room. I'm not going to lie. But he, but he had something written down. Trust me. I, Were you there for it, Juice? Oh, no, you know, Juice then was in the other corner, that's man. Right, man. Oh, man. That's great. Do you so, remember the line? Do you remember the I, line? I remember something it? about Eric Mose. I remember that. Man, he said something. He wrote, he wrote it down, though. Absolutely <laughs> wrote it down. He said, you know, he had his list, but he said something. He still, he said something about, uh, yeah, you've made the Pro Bowl, but Eric Mose stole your soul. He said <laughs> something. And, and the whole locker room. Oh! <laughs> yeah, he, he flipped it on. He went and wrote some, oh, some stuff down. Man. So it wasn't a freestyle, is what no, you said. No, I don't know. <laughs> Cause I killed him the, the like two nights before on my the real Zach, freestyle. I, on the real yeah. freestyle, yeah. I actually so remember I had him that. Hot. I had him hot. 
This one, Zach, that, this one, yeah. Zach was in the acres. Right, that house, the corner of yeah, my house, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's great, man. <laughs> so tell them the whole story, Marlon. You know you, you <laughs> wrote something down. We'll have to get Marlon on now and see if he really did. <laughs> you know, speaking of battles, man, we also heard about an epic <laughs> passing battle we had. You know, I know about Josh Booty, Peyton Manning, and Marty Booker, <laughs> and all the other quarterbacks out of Louisiana, but what about the battle you had against Cade McNown? <laughs> Oh, what about, what about that? Tell us a little bit about that. And hope it went a little better than that, that Morlon thing did. But nah, now, man. To, now that we know that Morlon was not a uh, freestyle, I'm, I'm going to have to give Pat the nod on the fact that he already beat him three nights, you know, before that. Nah, man. Oh, <laughs> K, K was there. I, I thought I had a stronger arm than him. Of course, I seen Juice throw. Juice could throw at 75. I know Zebby could throw the ball in. I, I told, know Zebby had an arm. Zebby yeah, had Zebby. Had, you remember Zebby played yeah, at Texas yeah. Tech. Yeah. It's because of, hey. Yeah, I mean, I guess Kane McNown was a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah. of quarterbacks. I see. And Kane was throwing a what, 15, 20? <laughs> oh, man. I, and I outdrew Cade. Right. I outdrew him. And he, Cade was a lefty. So <laughs> right. he, he didn't think I could do it, man. I, I think I drew that thing like 65. Cade was like 52. Right. So, Damn, you destroyed him. I destroyed him. I destroyed him, <laughs> man. Did Cade throw a spiral? That's a- man, then me and Zebby had a, a, a drawing contest actually in my backyard. So we had to throw it across the lake when I was in Hawks Landing, and I killed Zebby too. He played quarterback <laughs> at Texas Tech. Right. He was a real college quarterback. Right, right. And I killed him too. That is he wasn't funny, the sixth string. Yeah, we we didn't we didn't ask the neighbor could we throw in their yard. We just let, just it, let, let it, fly. it fly. You can keep the ball. Let it fly. Keep the ball. They were actually out there trying to catch him. Trying to us. catch him. Yeah. I love it. Did Zebby get it across the lake? He got across the lake, but he got it across the lake onto the grass. I got it over the fence into somebody's in actual somebody's yard. yard. Absolutely. Did you, did you watch see any of the Pro Bowl skills competitions? I didn't this year. I watched them in the past. They, they had some non quarterbacks trying to throw the target, oh, yeah? do the target practice oh, and stuff. So they had some that. guys that uh, weren't quarterbacks. You would have killed that, I bet. Oh, most definitely. I would have You got the arm. Did you have the accuracy? I had the accuracy. All right, that's the most what, important that's part about. about being the quarterback. Yeah, right I completed 58% of my passes. Oh. <laughs> 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 I was kind of Tanny Hillish. <laughs> Hey, I'll take 58. I'll take five up in somehow. Yeah, three passing. I'll take beating Peyton Manning 35 to 7. I'll definitely take that one. That's what's up. We could beat Tom Brady 35 to 7. Nice. So so right around the the, the 2001 season, I think it was 01, that was going into the year. You know, Pat had made a name for himself, but that was like the expectations where this was going to be your year, right? I think it was 2000 or 2001. That's when everyone said, okay, this is the year Pat takes that next step into the elite of the elite. And I remember we had Monday Night Football came in and did one of our preseason games. And, you know, that's when they also first started doing, instead of just reading who the people were, that were where everyone did, you know, their lineups and they would say, hey, I'm OJ McDuffie, Penn State University, all mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So, I had to bring all the guys in, and we'd sit down. They had all the lights and the whole thing, and you bring the whole roster in. But certain guys, they had to spend more time there, stand up, play with the ball, the stuff that you see now when you watch the games. And so Pat gets in, and he sits down, and he goes, Pat Sertan. And this, he was Pat Sertain. Like, he was Pat Sertain <laughs> at that point. And he did it, and the guys from – they like, watching the guys from Monday Night Football. Because he said it, and I kind of looked up, and then the guys from Monday Night Football were looking at each other, and they go, okay, uh, give us another one, give us another one. Hey, Pat Sertan. And he did it two or three times, and they were beside themselves – because they're like, how do we fucking tell a guy to, to say <laughs> his name? Because right, right. they were convinced. And so, and and Pat didn't waver. He didn't say anything. He didn't change. You know, I didn't. Oh, I changed the pronunciation. Anything. So I walk him back out. We could go back through past uh, B roll's office right. and into the weight room. I'm like, hey, Pat. Am I going crazy here? Are you pronouncing your name differently? Whatever. And you told me that's actually the way it's supposed to be pronounced. Absolutely, certain, certain. And then. 
you know, it was a big deal, at least in South Florida, because you had been certain for all these years. Some people claim that you had hired this marketing company and they came <laughs> up with this, right? That, you know, this is how you're going to get that, this. Remember all that, that stuff? Yeah, absolutely, there was absolutely. a lot of crazy stuff that happened that year. Thiesman, 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 all right, that kind like of that. deal. That having been said... <laughs> What what's the story? Like, tell us how. Why did you just let people call the name the wrong way the whole time? You know what? I guess people tame rhymes with main m a i n t a i n. But I've I've always been past certain. You know, it just and when people say tame, it 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 really didn't register. You know, it was just a certain way they pronounced. But I didn't, I didn't have a. But for three years you let him do this. Yeah, but it it wasn't like Pat. How you how you say your name? You know, it just just went on and just roll with it. Yeah, it just rolled with it. It wasn't a big deal to me. I didn't hire any big marketing firm or anything. <laughs> it, was, it was just one of them things. And so, what made you finally decide? All right, I'm just going to actually because they asked me to, to pronounce it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, they asked how I pronounced it, and all uh, you know that that was it. You know, it, like I said, it wasn't a big deal to me. The media made a big deal out of it, but that's probably my fault. Yeah, it said you started the <laughs> shit, so it was definitely you. My bad. It was definitely you. Man, I can't believe that though, because me, I get pissed off about my last name no matter what. The spell was a Y. I, I'm right. not. I'm not talking to anybody that sends me anything that has a Y on it. You I know get what the man? two I, T's. I've got, I've got I'm Mc, so sick Mc of two Doofy, T's. You know what I <laughs> mean? That, well, that, that really pissed me get the hell off, off yeah. right there, man. <laughs> so I'm like, man, you were you were pretty cool about yeah, it. Yeah, I was cool. You know what? In in three years, now, he didn't everybody say who comes up to me, hey, is it certain or certain? You know, it was a it's it's folklore now. Right. No, I didn't. It was. It wasn't a big deal to me. And they still. I, I'm sure you still get some. I certains. still get it. Is it certain or certain? Certain, man. You know the story. Those guys from Monday Night Football, though, like they didn't know what to do because they asked him to do it a couple different ways, and you could get away with it a couple times because they. He just thought they had to do another take. It's crazy because right. it brought a, brought a whole lot of attention to that that situation. It definitely and, did. Uh, you know, it, <laughs> oh, I went right back up the spiral staircase. Right. I said, guys, we got to change our flip charts. We got to go in the media guides because we have pronunciation, pronunciation keys. keys. Yeah. We got to change everything. And so then it, then I went around and told all the media. And so then they're what? What do you mean? He's been, how come he didn't say anything beforehand? I don't know. And then right, then yeah. it just kind of grew. And he did have a great year, right? You went his first Pro Bowl. Yep. I had, a great, I, had a, I had a great year in 2002. Should have right. made the Pro Bowl. Yeah. See, there we go. What's <laughs> I'm talking about? Blame me for that one, too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we talked a lot about, you know, how, how great an athlete you are, man. I, I know that for a fact. Going against you as a wide receiver versus a DB, play quarterback, and, you know, still throw the rock over the lake. But I also saw you hoop, man. And your hoop game is smooth. Hoop game was nice. Real nice. Nice hoop game. I always think football players are the best athletes no matter what. And we can all hoop. If we were 6'4", 6'5", you know, we'd probably be playing different sports, some of us. You know what I mean? So I know you've been at the house. I actually saw you uh, on JT's, uh, I think it was the under helmet. You were talking about JT and how he got mad and and kicked the fucking ball over. (laughs) We've heard that once or twice. (laughs) We've heard that on the pod a few times, man. You've been out there, man. Why don't you give us your top five, you know, uh, ballers out there that you you were out there against? Because we had some great competition out there playing basketball at the house. Oh, man, it's tough. It's tough. But uh, Be careful now. I heard you guys gave OG a hard time for his yeah, top five. Exactly yeah. right. <laughs> I'm definitely going to put me on there. Got to okay. have it. At the one or the two? I'm going to be the one. I I'm going to handle that rock. I had a feeling. Uh, my two guard. I know Juice could shoot that. The Juice could shoot. He can handle. I know Key Key could shoot that thing. Tippy toe three some Key. <laughs> but I seen I seen the guy play. Man, he was he didn't he wasn't with us that long. But I think he's where I, I'm gonna say Robert Baker. I told Bake, you Juice. Baker, I'm gonna say yeah, Baker. Baker play. I'm put Baker Someone in my two. Validated it. Yeah, Bake was nasty, man. man. Easy hops. Yeah. Yep. I told you Bake was like almost Mr. Florida basketball. Yeah, like he, he was. was nah, he, he was athletic, man. Oh my three, man. 
that was my sneaky pick that I was going yeah. at the end of the year put yeah. on there. I'm going to have to go with all, but he ain't the three no more. He's probably like the five. <laughs> Listen, I'm, at I'm the time. Give, at, I'm, the at the time, time I'll, give, I'll put OG on there. You got to put Biggin on there, right? Because <laughs> he going through lane with the one hand, like he, and he played college basketball. Yeah, so, we heard all about it. Had at, Stephen A. Smith on the bench. At, at my right. four, I'm going to go with 9-9, nine, nine, even though we used to bust yeah. their ass because he had Zach on the team. They had Zach checking me, and he kicked the ball over Juice House plenty of time <laughs> over the fence. And <laughs> I'm going to go with JT. And my five, man, I'm going to have to go with Dix. There, there we go. Is. Man. Not even a question, right? He was nice. So not even a question. Handles, physical, could finish, could dunk. Could shoot and we'll tell you about it. We'll tell you about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dix was the real. This might be the best top. This might be the best five I've seen. This is the best five that I've seen. seen And and it's four out of the five that I would pick. Yeah, it's legit. Because he snuck up on us with Robert Baker, man. That was my sneaky pick. Shaking Bake, man, because I guarded him one time, so I knew. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I knew. Like big, nice. He was nice and strong, physical. Because that's so. The the reason Pat is on my squad because not only is he smooth, but he's strong with the rock. Correct. And and Bake was the same way. Right. Yeah, he was tough. Easy man. hops, man. I like yeah. those easy hops. Yeah, he he might have been a better basketball player than football player, and I'm not saying that to disparage you know his football career, but he could play. You know, we yeah. got Bake. Uh, you know, and I love Bake. You know, what I mean, he was one of the guys I try to you know take under my wing. He was a little banged up a little bit, man. Mm-hmm. He was and everything, man. He but was. he was a hell of a dude, man. Yeah, hell of a dude. Right and he there, went through man. some shit. You he know? did. He had a lot going on. I actually spoke to Bake about. Three three weeks ago. Really? Oh, what's he yeah. up to? I know he's back down here. You know, I, right yeah. now he's he's saying he's doing good. Man. That's great. Yeah. Good man. Good. That's, that's great. great. That's great to hear, Pat. Wow. Wow. But that's that that's, is a. I would put that five, and we'll have to pull up everybody else's top five. But I would before, put that five before we get against. off basketball. Death for LeBron. Come on, come on, <laughs> man. Come on, go. man. Come on now. Come on, Drew. This can go for another hour. <laughs> no, no, I'm just playing. I'm leaving it You two guys are so fun to watch on Twitter, man. I just sit back and just to watch it all go. Hey, one time it got but Juice, Juice denounced LeBron on Twitter. Like, no, nah, man, he shouldn't never switch on KD. He shouldn't never switch. He denounced him on Twitter. Like, damn, dog. Yeah. Juice yeah. gets a little heated, man. Those games mean something to him. Who does that, Pat? Nah, In a big you, game, if you you're really right. that dude. Right. If you really that dude, who's going to take a switch? You got to fight through it. You don't oh, yeah, just let he, it happen yeah, like that. He just let the switch yeah. happen. Yeah. KD wasn't letting it happen like that. Happen. KD's like, I got you. Right. LeBron <laughs> let that switch happen too easily, man. I, I did. I lost him on that, he man. He denounced the king. I did. <laughs> I did. He's the not the prince of the Monday anymore. <laughs> hasn't that always been his, and, you know, not to switch this into Miami Heat beat here, but hasn't that always always been his the one knock on him at times man. throughout his career is that is that man. killer instinct he would thing. defer yeah yeah unfortunate man but you, you know people talk about making the right basketball ethan's very upset if he's listening to this right making now making the right basketball decision yeah. Hey, yeah come on man sometimes you gotta be a little greedy no doubt james harden ain't passing that rough the right he winning decision right or the right basketball right. decision exactly right yeah. exactly right man. and you know what though don't put that on somebody else's hand you know you're the man on this team yeah. don't put that game winning shot that whatever play on somebody else in somebody else's hand Especially in basketball. Mm-hmm. In basketball, you got to be that dog. I know Jordan did it, you know, a couple times, but he had three dudes on him. You know, you got a one-on-one situation. I ain't, a, ain't no way in the world I'm passing. Yeah. <laughs> Not if I'm him, for sure. I'm getting to the rack, you know, I, and this is me and LeBron. He's afraid to go to the line. Man. Oh, man. In crunch time. I would say the same thing. Nobody can stop this dude going right. to the goal. But he's afraid to go to the line. Afraid to go to the line. That's my that's And, my and opinion. with that being said, he's still the second greatest player. Ah. And he's still playing. <laughs> I'm a, I ain't no hater like that now. I like Steph and everything, but I hey, I recognize you that 2-3 for Jordan. Oh, yeah, MJ yeah. yeah. all day. All right, that's what's up. It's kind of hard to argue. That's what's up. 
Hi, this is Craig Mish from Swings and Mishes here on the Five Reasons Podcast Network. Just in case you missed any of our podcasts in the past, here's what you missed. We have been um, extremely aggressive in, in trying to acquire additional uh, international dollars, not just for you know uh, potential free agents with two first names. It's nice that that ownership is is fully supportive and allowing us to to, to do everything in our power um, to be um, the best team. In, in this region, in the gateway to America, and, and, and for Miami to become a destination spot for, for all Latin players, uh, because, you know, this is such an international city. So, all right, well, we'll get back to football here. And I, my last year with the team, well, it was right before the 04 season, got out right before the whole bottom fell out. It was a good time for me to leave. You go through the 04 season, and then, of course, 4-12, and 12, Dave leaves this, that, Ricky's in Australia, and then they bring in <laughs> Nick Saban, pull him from your great state of Louisiana, and uh, hopefully that's not Nick calling right now. <laughs> he, he's, got, um, he's got eyes on everybody. Yeah, he, he does. He's like, hey, I remember I got your son over well, here he, now. He, Don't he, talk about me. Yeah, well, it's not just that. He's caught, you know, I guarantee you Nick knows how to find Pat Sertan because there's some players over there at American Heritage. But this man trades Patrick Sertan for now for a second round pick, which seven years you're a cornerback. Seven years later, they can trade you for the same value that they picked you. is impressive. That says a lot about you and your value and I I get all that. And this maybe is kind of like that whole right basketball decision. But I I couldn't believe that he traded you. I don't know what your mindset was at that time. You know what, man? At that time, like you said, we were coming off a 4-12 and season. (laughs) So, (laughs) hey, hey, of course I want to stay, man. This was home to me. You know, had, it still is, obviously. Yeah, I, absolutely. Met some incredible friends, but you know, as a professional, you know, at a certain point in time, it's time to move on. And I knew I knew it was a business, and Nick did it the right way. He brought me to his office like, Pat, you know, you're one of our best players, but right now, we're looking to go in another direction. We can't pay you, you know, because I, w- I was up that year. Right. So you're like, oh, you know, nothing against you and the, and the player you are, but we want to try to go in another direction. I'm like, cool. I'm good with it. Right. I'm good with it. I, I have no... So you no, felt like he handled I, it. Oh, okay. I, oh, absolutely. So now, I, if he would have done it behind my back and everything, but he bought me and set me down like a man okay. to explain. I knew it was a business. And Find out on Sports Center, kind of a deal. Absolutely. Yeah. I look Bottom at it, line, like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> right. I, I yeah. look at it as he made me some money by, you know, mm, right. by trade me. So it, it was all good. And that's the first thing he says every time, he, well, when he was recruiting Pat. Hey, man, you know you know why I wanted to keep you, but the, <laughs> the business aspect. I'm like, man, I'm over that, man. Yeah. So, well, he was a little concerned yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, it, 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 came, that's it, what I was it came full circle. Yeah, he didn't want that to be a deal breaker. Right, right, <laughs> right. right. And I didn't know the story, so I didn't realize that you guys had a decent relationship and you were okay with the way yeah. you handled it. I'm like, how the hell did he send his son to this dude who traded it? Yeah. Granted, I get business as well, though. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, like, hasn't every recruiting class he's had won a national championship? Every one, every last one. Yeah, so so I get it. I get that business decision. Yeah, I mean, um, and, and, and not only that, else. not only they win titles, man, they put them in the league, man. Oh, man. They take Everything. them to the next level, like, at all of them, you know. If you don't get you at least one Alabama player a year in a draft, you, you mess it up, I think, in my opinion, man, because, you know, look what well, Minka did for us last year, man, what all the guys in the league do. Every time you see a lot of big plays in the league, man, it's them Bama boys, man. And, you know, a lot of guys, even though they got a lot of five-star kids and four-star kids that go there, you know, everybody gets at least one or two, but they don't all translate into professional players. Right. right. Nick does a great job with that. Yeah, he does. And, it, and you talk to him, man, it's all about development, developing the players. And like you said, it's I think it's a tougher environment to go in there as a five-star because you got all these other guys who's looking to take your place. You make one one screw-up, they got another five-star guy waiting to come in. But he, like I said, man, he does a great job. And the one thing I respect about Nick, he gives back to the players. 
he's all about his players. He hard as hell on his coaches. Right. But when he comes, when he comes to the players, he take care of them. He give them every avenue to be successful. And you know that's all they got to do is go ball. You know, another thing, he graduates ninety five percent of his players. Really? So, so that's yeah, that's also that's a, big a game thing. changer for him. Absolutely. Right there. How, how's he pull that off with guys leaving early? Yeah, oh, a, a bunch of those hmm. guys come in the summer. They take summer, summer class. Yeah, that's summer right. classes. I didn't leave. I didn't leave campus once I right. got yeah Penn State. So right, I and if they don't graduate, you know, before their their junior year, they graduate in the, in that summer. Yep. So good deal. He does a good job. I, I, don't, I, I can't I don't know argue what, with that. I don't know what kind of classes they're taking, <laughs> but they graduate. They got a degree. They got a degree. Absolutely. I mean, there's something to be said for that. Damn. I I mean, I'm a little disappointed. I argue. Yeah, you want to. I argued with Harvey for 10 minutes about Nick Saban because he defended him the whole time. But I knew if you sent your son to play there that it was more than just, hey, go win football games. You had to believe in the coach. Absolutely, man. And and I know people see Nick Saban as a smug dude, which, which he is. He's tough as hell. He's tough because he's a comparer. He wants to win. Man, he has a beautiful family. His wife's a great lady. And just talking to him, Nick is funny as shit. You talk to him like on our recruiting visit, he got to let his hair down a little bit. So he had karaoke night. Nick doing the bus stop, just just Come everything. On. Yeah, I'm That's telling you. I'm telling you. That's important. Absolutely. That's important to see that side, man, because yeah. you don't know if you want to take your, your your son to a drill sergeant. Exactly. You know, you, he's a disciplinarian, obviously. Yeah. But at the same time, though, he can let loose a little bit. Absolutely. Well, we talked about Nick, but, you know, I can't let – we're all fathers here on this table. I can't let you go without talking about your son. So, now, is, does he go – is it Pat Sertan? He goes by the second? Is that – Yeah, the okay. second. The I don't want to mess up another – That's Pat just like Sertan's Junior. Name. Sertan, Sertan, well, I know, second but Junior. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you go a second until you got a third, but you can do a second yeah, without a third. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know the rules. <laughs> hey, that's his son. He I, does I, what I, he I wants to rules. do. What's no rules? What's the rules? Junior's? It's your son. You name him the way you want to name him. He kind of, because and then the PlayStation 2, so the PS2 just sounded cool. Oh, like, the yeah, PS2, yeah. the gamer. Yeah. Now it makes sense. Well, we were talking like before that. we started the show that, you know, my, my oldest, uh, she was cheering in the city of Plantation for the 110s when Pat was running the rock for PPO, and, and to see where he's at now i mean just as a father how proud are you at what he's accomplishing oh man it's definitely a blessing man just to see you know the, the hard work he put into it into his craft and you know more importantly than football i'm i'm proud of, of the young man hey he has become real humble kid real respectful and he's all about his business yeah oh uh, he, he knows what it is when he's went to college oh uh, he's gonna get his grades he's gonna go in there and, and play some ball and you know if the if the good lord grace him with his blessings he'll play on sunday one day but like i said man he understands the the, the details of things he's a student of the game and like i said i'm more prouder of the the man he has become rather than the football player yeah man so tan family's great family seth great people Appreciate all the way it, man. around man absolutely man great stuff great people that that is awesome hey and he was a running back, though, when he was – Yeah. At what point did you decide or did he decide or did it just become natural that we had to make the switch and this is where he was going to play? Yeah, after PPO when he grew, he grew like three inches. Damn, he's a yeah, giant. Yeah, he's way told you Yo, that, man. man. He's like 6'3". <laughs> that freaked me out. Yeah. And long. He's just long, man. man. he woke up one day with a big old neck and just tall. I'm like, what the <laughs> – who is this kid? But uh, – <laughs> It have, awesome. seemed like it happened overnight, man, but uh, That's awesome, man. credit to him, man. It's hard work. Well, congratulations on all his success and, as you said, both on and off the field and the person he's become. And congrats to you and your coaching career. Got a couple of state, state titles, yeah. a couple rings, and uh, I guess you're getting ready to – I don't want to call it recruiting season because he'll get upset even though Correct. I'm a public oh. school guy. But it's, you know, you guys are getting ready to, to you know, go yeah, out for embrace, another one. Embrace kids that can handle, Come the, on, handle, handle the curriculum <laughs> and want to play football at American Heritage. We are we 
offer kids a higher Damn, education. Well prepared. Higher education. <laughs> Absolutely. Great. You know, you know what you know what's funny though? I don't remember I remember our losses. Yeah. That's crazy when you remember. You sound like a oh, coach yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'm entrenched in them. I remember the losses and we could have had we could have been six out of six in state championships. Wow. Yeah. Man, oh man. Well, you, you, well I know that that well I know that, that Cardinal Gibbons team is one yeah, of the they, teams they, been a little nemesis to you guys. Yeah, they, they came bit, on this, this these last couple of years, had some good players, man. They do a great job over there. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. You guys, hey, it'd be another battle again next year with them. You know what? We we switched. They went down to four A. Oh, so, so they got they got to battle Carroll City. We got Northwestern in order to it go. Don't matter. You can't. You still can't avoid South Florida. Though, yeah, can you? you can't avoid it. South Florida is a beast. Yeah, it'll get it'll, out of South Florida. You guys, you win it. You oh win yeah, it oh yeah, oh yeah. Sure. Well, congrats on on everything you're doing as a coach, as a father, hell of a GM in basketball. Because I like this yeah. top oh, yeah. guy. Yeah. we've seen right here. And uh, Juice, I'm just thrilled that we finally got Pat yeah, we got to dive into the tank. No doubt. Oh man, I do this four four out of five days. This is fun. This is what Pat does. I got that on recording. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, you need me back on. Man, we, we can do it. We can do a, a, a group session. That's what I love. It. That's what we want to do. We'll bring we you in two nine. That. We'll get two nine on afterwards. No doubt. You guys will talk about it, and then we'll get you on together. For sure, man. I'm, I'm with it. All right. Thanks for diving in, Pat. Appreciate y'all, man. You're now diving into the fish Sitting down with Seth Living, Seth. OJ, Juice, Juice Man, ooh, and this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. dog fans, number one, one, of course y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk, dive up in that fish tank, go get your aqua orange, yeah, it's time to dive up in that fish tank, it's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish tank, rocking with OJ and Seth when you dive up in that fish tank, Okay, this one for them diehards Celebrate big or cry hard Leave it all on the field, we gon' try hard Old school, a new school, mix it in Feeling like we up close when we listening Dolphins tales, in Miami is the deep end We vibing with our favorite players, no secret We get with Seth and McDuffie Bringing up stories we never heard to the public Bet we love it, Dolphins fans never budget We loyal to the team, whether happy or we upset We be like, what's next? Don't switch the subject You know it's all about them fans And if you ready for that water, time to dive in Don't switch the subject, you know it's all about them fans And if you down with Dolphins Nation, time to dive in Don't switch the subject, you know it's all about them fans You looking at that fish tank, it's time to dive in fish tank Aqua orange, yeah, it's time to dive up in that fish tank It's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish tank Rapping with OJ and Seth when you dive up in that fish tank Don't never had a talk, you about to dive up in that fish tank This is the Five Reason Sports Network, Miami Sports On Demand. We now have 15 podcasts in the network covering every professional sports team in South Florida and much more, all absolutely free. Find all of our shows on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Podbean. If you just can't get enough, become a member of our patron feed and you'll get even more exclusive content. Here's a sneak peek of what you'll hear on the upcoming episode of our newest show, The Chamber Podcast. 
We're now joined by Dr. Peter Marciante. There's a local sports team down here hampered by injuries right now. If a team is ravaged by injuries, how much do you put of that into the training staff and the physical therapist? Unfortunately, I put a lot on it. Now what they've done is they've they've blocked out all external doctors to have total control, and I'm not sure it's working that well but there needs to be a little bit more freedom and guys need to be also take charge in, in their own health care they can't just go to a team who's trying to manage 100 players if you're interested in advertising your business on any of our podcasts reach out to us at number five reason sports on twitter to stay up to date with all of our shows enter five reasons in your search bar and then hit subscribe